Any newcomers to the podcast are probably like, good lord, why did I click on this? What is he doing? Hey, Kurt Angle's on this podcast, for real, it's not some fake thing. It's not some imposter. It's one of the greatest athletes in the history of the United States of America. I believe that to be a true statement. Yeah, he might be a pro wrestler. Shut your mouth. Do you know about pro wrestling, the ability these men have? Do you know the ability that Kurt Angle has? Broke his neck six damn times. We'll talk about it in this conversation. He's awesome, and he's been through a lot, and now he has a brand new app out, and he's trying to spread the positive message of uh, being drug-free. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily being... Drug, well, hell, I'm not going to put words in his mouth. I'll let Kurt tell you the story of his brand new app and how he's trying to, you know, spread his positive message to the rest of the world. He's been through a lot. He's done a lot. He's an amazing dude, and I'm very, very honored as a wrestling fan, as a fan of uh, athletics, and of just great, uh, of human, great human beings, in my opinion. I think Kurt Angle's a great dude. Thank you, Kurt, for being here. Damn it, Rob, you're talking too much. Let's just start the show. This is Rob Z Radio. Thank you so much for being here, and congratulations on your Hall of Fame nomination. Thank you very much. It's a huge honor. Honestly, uh, this is, uh, uh, for me, longtime wrestling fan, the coolest thing that could have happened. You're one of my favorites of all time. What does it mean to you to be nominated and, and to be going into the Hall of Fame? Well, this, this is one of the biggest honors for me, uh, to be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame with all the great names in there. Uh, I, I've been inducted in every Hall of Fame from amateur to pro wrestling except for the WWE, so this really puts a big explanation point on my career. I was in WWE for six and a half years, and I, I loved entertaining the fans. It was the best time of my life, and uh, whether I was a funny character or, or hated or loved, it, it was it was a lot of fun, very challenging. And, uh, of course, you're, you're here today to talk about Anglestrong and your brand new mobile app that's coming out. Uh, what is that all about, in case people aren't sure? Well, you can go to Anglestrong.com to learn uh, on the website to learn about uh, my recovery app and uh, my program. Uh, when I went to rehab, um, it was the best decision. It was the best decision I ever made, uh, and I got out. And the only aftercare was, you know, talk to a counselor or uh, go to AA meetings. And uh, there wasn't a lot for someone that's really, really busy uh, that, that travels a lot or has a career and kids and a wife. And, uh, just so much on their plate, and it's really difficult to get away. Yeah. Uh, so I, I decided to develop an app for recovering addicts to stay in recovery. We have a drug disorder. 21 million people in America have a drug disorder, mm-hmm. and 10 uh, percent uh, of them go to rehab. That's two million. Of those 10 percent that go to rehab, only 100,000 people. Five percent stay in recovery. Uh, we have the worst epidemic in U.S. history right now with opioid overdoses. 60,000 in the last two years. So um, I decided I wasn't going to keep quiet. A lot of uh, celebrities, they go to rehab, they keep it quiet. They don't tell anybody where they went. Uh, they don't talk about it. They're told by their publicists, don't say a word. Just get clean and come back and go to work. Uh, I couldn't keep quiet any longer because this is getting worse and worse. I totally, one million percent agree. I think it's really cool that you're doing this. It's awesome that somebody's uh, standing up, stepping up, and making it known the, the battles that you've been through. And, of course... 
obviously your goal here is to help everybody else, right? To help anybody else going through who's struggling to make it through. Uh, you know, what brought this on? How, what, when you're going through all of these uh, meetings, when you're going through the rehab treatments, what did you feel like in those situations where you're like, I need to step up and I need to be the person to, you know, champion this for the rest of the, the country or for the world? Well, ha- having a name, you know, winning the Olympics, having a celebrity name and something to back it that, that people are going to look at or at least, you know, get some attention uh, to, to, to listen to. I figured that I'm, I'm one of the people that needs to speak up. Um, you know, with my family, my dad was an alcoholic, my my sister died of a heroin overdose. My brother David uh, and his wife Donna were both addicts, and they got the predicament where uh, my brother David actually killed his wife. Uh, this has been going on, not just my family, but all over the world, and it, it's just getting worse. Uh, whether it's alcohol, opioids, uh, Xanax, you know, benzos, mm-hmm. um, it's it, you know this this thing is getting worse and worse. And now uh, heroin addicts are, are turning to uh, elephant tranquilizers. Oh my God. And, and, and they're they're overdosing because it's like a hundred thousand times stronger than heroin. So you know there, there's so much going on in this country, uh, but the worst thing that's going on right now is drug disorders, yeah. and uh, somebody has to do something about it. And I can't stay quiet any longer. The politicians are starting to talk about it, and there are some great groups out there that are helping, but they're not getting that much attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's the word is there, but obviously the impact hasn't been felt yet because we're not seeing a, de- a decrease, only an increase in, in these sorts of addictions. Yeah. And I, you've had a, a broken neck six times, is that right? <laughs> yeah. That's- yeah, I, 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 I keep right. I, I haven't broken it in, in 11 years, but I had a really bad stint of bad luck in WB where I, I uh, broke it four times in two and a half years. That's unbelievable. I, it, was, it, it was my own fault. I, I, I was rushing back uh, probably way too early than I should have. And, you know, back now, WB, in the last uh, eight years, they had a great drug policy, uh, a great physical awareness policy where, you know, if you're not declared by a doctor or if you had surgery, they're not going to bring you back until you're absolutely ready. So mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that have changed in WB. It really is. It's a complete turnaround from what it used to be. And I mean, I'm not obviously not in the business, but I've been a, an invested fan for so long. I know a lot about it. And I just want to say to you, Kurt, as, as a wrestling fan, you were one of those guys every time you go out there uh, in WWE and TNA, wherever you were, I'd watch your matches and you put 100% on the line every single time. You, I, I'd say you're, you know, besides Shawn Michaels and a few other guys, maybe Ric Flair, as far as in-ring work and mic work, you're one of the best guys ever. I, I loved everything you, you did in wrestling. I've always enjoyed it. I'm a big fan of Shawn Michaels. I consider him one of the best. But, uh, I mean, I, I didn't get a chance to wrestle Bret Hart or Ric Flair at the time. Mm-hmm. If I would have done that, maybe my mind would have changed. But the guy that I always uh, put pit at number one is Shawn Michaels because of what he was able to do in that ring and, and how he's able to portray his character. And he was a great guy to look up to. And uh, I'm a big Bret Hart fan and Ric Flair And, you know, you talk about Shawn Michaels, he had his battles as well, you know, and luckily he found God and got through that. And I guess everybody's got to find their own path to get through these things. 
Did Sean and his journey have anything to do with yours? Oh, yeah. Sean inspired me. He told me this story. Uh, back then, I didn't listen much. Uh, you know, Sean and I wrestled at WrestleMania 21, and uh, I got to know him. I never wrestled Sean before WrestleMania 21. Mm-hmm. That was our very first match, and that just shows the kind of athletes both of us are, because if you watch that match, uh, there, there aren't many matches that are better than that. Uh, Sean, Sean's a special athlete, but listening to his story and how he was able to get clean and turn his life around and give his life to God, I know he has a movie out now, and I think it's tremendous what he's been able to do. And I've always looked up to him for not only as a wrestler, but an individual person. Absolutely, yeah. And, and the long list of wrestlers that have gone through what you guys have gone through, I mean, it, it's definitely not an, a rare thing to have ah. happen. And even in America, even with regular just, you know, civilians, we, we all go through these sorts of things. And it's, it's very difficult. You're absolutely right. It's very difficult to get past. Uh, my question to you would be, on, on a wrestling note, do you see yourself getting back into the ring? Or are you, is this your mission now? Have you made this angle strong, your number one mission? This is my number one mission. But uh, don't never say never. I, I, I spoke to WWE, and, and right now we're only focusing on the Hall of Fame. Uh, we haven't talked about anything after that, but... Um, I'm sure that I will get back in that ring again someday. Uh, I know it won't be a full-time basis. I'm 48 years old. Uh, my body, you know, I can still go as well as I ever did, but I can't go consistently every day like I used to. So um, I'm sure something might happen down the road, but I, I can't say for sure because uh, right now they only want to focus on the Hall of Fame, and I do too. It's a huge honor for me. So we'll just uh, take it from there. Once I'm inducted and... Uh, I spend WrestleMania weekend with my family, and I watch all these great athletes wrestle. Uh, then we'll take it from there and see where it goes. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Get past the Hall of Fame and just, I mean, that, that in itself is so incredible. And then to hopefully move past, I'd love to see you come back and do something. I know maybe like a, a Legends contract or something like that. And that'd be a perfect jump. Yeah, we'll see. That'd be a perfect uh, springboard for, for Angle Strong, right? Because, I mean, you're, you're in an industry where this has been a major issue, you know, this this could be something that even the WWE could use to help with their athletes and maybe athletes from the past and, and just use that as a something they promote on the air. Do you see that happening at all? Yes, I think they've had. I think they have it under control of their athletes now. Mm-hmm. I mean, ninety nine point nine nine percent of them are clean, uh, but but you know, the athletes of the past they they still help them out. They have an AA program, uh, a rehabilitation program. Uh, they're the reason I went to rehab. That would be actually paid for my rehabilitation. Uh, and I wasn't even an employee of them. Uh, so they've done a great job with that. And I think uh, being with the Angle Strong uh, initiative, uh, I think that might have been, I think that was part of the reason they did bring me back. They saw I was clean. They saw I was making a difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know for sure they're going to want to work with me with the Angle Strong programs. Yeah, and it's inspiring. It's it's great for everyone. What would you say to a kid coming up, a kid in school? Maybe they're wrestling in their school. Uh, maybe they're in sports. And, of course, we come across, back in my day, back in your day, you come across alcohol, you come across drugs. It's even more prevalent now. What do you say to kids these days? Well, it's, it's tough because uh, right now there, there are over 3 million kids, 12 to 17, that are addicted to painkillers or alcohol. Uh, <laughs> It's a, like I said before, it's the worst epidemic in U.S. history. And to see kids at that age also addicted because maybe they started with a, an injury, they had surgery, and were, were handed painkillers, or maybe they went to their parents' closet and got, grabbed the painkillers. Uh, the, the, the problem is it's so easy, easily accessible. 
can tell them is refrain from them because it's nothing but bad news and they're not going to benefit from anything that it does for them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I just encourage them to stay active and get into every sport they can. When I was when I was younger in elementary and junior high and high school, I played three sports a year. It wasn't just wrestling. Mm-hmm. I played baseball. I played uh, football. I, I was a wrestler. So uh, it kept me busy. And the, the busier I was, um, the, the, the less I, 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 I never drank or took any kind of pills, high school, college, Olympic style, because I was so active. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything that was negative. And I think being active today, the, the, the issue is how active are kids today? I mean, they're on their phones or on the computer. Uh, they're sitting around watching TV. It's, it's a different world today. And I think that kids need to go out there and be more active. If they won't turn to the painkillers or the alcohol or get that form of attention that uh, kids want to get when they when they do that kind of stuff. They think it's cool. It's not cool. Thank you so much, Kurt. I agree with you on one million percent, and I, I really want to see Angle Strong take off, and I will support it any way I can. So thank you for being a part of the show today. Thanks, my friend. Take care. <laughs> That's brutal.